Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dayton Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dayton Tolbert. Uh, you know, I want to. Uh, I, I wasn't even planning on doing a live show today, guys. But uh, you guys, if you follow me on Facebook, you follow me on social media, you saw um, a few posts that um, were that I wanted to talk about. First of all, um, I wanted to talk about the post. I wanted to, but but the, the posts were inspired by the fact that I found over the years that many women and many men have a false um, understanding of what we're looking for in a wife, all right? And so that's, I, I want to add some clarity to that subject. You know, we, we talk, you know, we see these stories, we see these celebrities and um, we often get a, a, a false representation of beauty. Uh, we, get, we get a false representation of um, sexiness. You know um, what? What? You know, a lot of times women see men lusting and looking, and they they kind of feel like, wow, okay, that's what he wants. Let me, you know, let me try to be like it. So I just want to add a little bit of clarity to um, that subject. So today's show, I titled it, "What Men Want." And what we don't want, okay, and and that second part of that to me is the most important part. Um, what don't we want? Um, and so that's what I'm gonna do today, guys. Um, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna jump right into it. I'm not gonna be on long today. Just wanted to, you know what I mean? Not, you know, touch on a couple things. Um, I want to talk about obviously Cardi B filing for divorce from uh, from Offset. I want to talk about that, um, obviously. Um, you know, and it's interesting because my last live show, and I rarely do this, but um, although it's a totally different topic, that was the last time I was live. I spent a good two hours, talk, a little over two hours, talking about um, Cardi B and her song, WAP. You know what I mean? So hopefully you guys heard that. Um, and definitely check that out if you missed it because it was a very, very informative show, very deep show. Um, but today it's not so much about her but more so using their situation as an example of what exactly we don't want and also what we do want. You know, what are we looking for? If you're a single woman and, you you know, you're looking for love, you, you probably want to understand what exactly men are seeking in a, you know, in a wife. So that's what I want to talk about there. I want to talk about also Ray J, who recently filed for divorce uh, from Princess Love. I'll just touch on that a little bit from a different perspective. Um, I, I also want to talk today, if you guys have been following me, you, you've heard me over the years talk about the three stages that men go through. Um, I want to elaborate on that a little bit today. I want to talk about the dog stage. I want to talk about the player stage. And I want to talk about the ready-to-settle-down stage, which, which um, unfortunately I found many women, you know, they confuse the three. They don't really get the fact that, you know, you've got to reach a man, you've got to catch a man when he's at that ready-to-settle-down stage. Otherwise, it's going to end in disaster. It's going to end in, you know, a uh, offset type of situation. Um, so talk about that a little bit. Um, briefly touch on why men cheat, although I spent a good deal of time talking about that on my last show, talking about WAP. Um, and uh, so, But just I want to talk about that. A little bit today, and then lastly, I, I want to discuss um, Proverbs 31. All right, you know, I always want to any advice I give, any any type of um, 
you know, counseling, life coaching um, that I've ever done is going to come from a biblical and spiritual perspective. So I, I don't think you can talk about what men want without talking about what the Bible says a man should want, what that woman will look like. You know what I'm saying? Like what, you know, what qualities would she have? So that's what I'm going to do today, man. Guys, um, understand today's show is brought to you by TRC Life Coaching. Um, send an email to askdaydown at gmail.com if you're looking to uh, get your life on track. So um, also, while you're at it, order my award-winning novel, The Love We Had, on Amazon.com. Where should I start? I, I want to – I'm going to start it off like this. Well, first of all, I'll, I'll do this. Let's start with this. Um, I, I I put up a few posts, all right, and I, and I want to analyze and really break down the posts. Because a lot of times people see a few lines – pop up on their on their news feed, their timeline, or they, they kind of feel like, wow, I want to jump on that. I, want, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. But what I've found over the years is that usually people don't disagree with what I say. I know that may sound a little, you know, weird or, or whatever, but it's actually true. You know, and I love to debate. I've had many debates over the years, and I've found that the vast majority of people aren't really disagreeing with what I'm saying. Even if you look at the post, the most recent post, no one is actually disagreeing with what I'm actually saying. A lot of times we have these subtopics being introduced or people may just not like the way I phrase something. But most people really don't disagree with the actual statement. Because why? Because, again, most of the things that I'm talking about are coming from a biblical standpoint. So what am I talking about? And let me just let me put out a disclaimer, too. I'm going to put out a disclaimer today. Um <clears throat> The disclaimer is when I talk about men, um, obviously there are a lot of different types of guys out here. Um, when I do these types of shows, when I talk about men, and specifically today when I'm discussing men, I'm going to be talking about men from a Christian standpoint. I'm only talking about the best men, good men, um, quality men, you know, men that you women listening would actually want to be with. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that no woman listening to this broadcast today would want to marry a man like Offset. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You probably wouldn't even want to deal with someone like that. I would, And if you are, then you should, if, you, if that's who you want, you should probably just log off. You should probably unfollow me and do all, you know, just don't even, just tune this whole thing out because this show isn't going to apply to you. You know what I mean? But if you recognize, like, wow, you know, Ray J really isn't the type of guy. Like, I watched Flavor, I mean, not Flavor, uh, uh, Ray J of Love or whatever the heck it was called, um, the dating show, you kind of got a chance to see him and just how he is. and um, you, You've maybe seen how he is with Princess Love. Like, that's if that's not the type of guy you want, if Offset is not the type of guy you want, um, if you know anything even about Jay-Z, you know, you say, wow, that's not really the type of man that I want. You know, I want a Christian man. I want a man of God. That's kind of the the angle that I'm going to approach this topic um, with today or from today. Um, so that's the first thing. So the, the post that ha- has people – um, commenting and, and, and weighing in, um, and if you missed it, um, was, it. I said, let this be a lesson. 
ladies, let this be a lesson. I said no one, and specifically no man, wants, and that's a key word, put, put a little bookmark right there on that word, no man wants, keyword wants, a woman like Cardi B. You know what I mean? They just don't. That's That was it. No man wants a woman like Cardi B, and it takes a lot more than wet-ass <laughs> pussy to keep a man. That was the statement. Now, I'm just going to put this out there. If anyone disagrees with that statement, first of all, if you're a man, you're lying. You're flat-out lying. If you say you disagree with that and you're a man, you're flat-out lying. If you say you want to marry, you want a wife, you want a mother of your child like Cardi B, and you're familiar with Cardi B and everything that she represents, you're a flat-out liar, plain and simple. And if you think, if you're a woman that thinks that men want a woman like Cardi B, you're grossly, um, you, you have a gross misunderstanding of what men want, which is hence the, the point of this show is to kind of educate on what men actually want. Okay, that's but that was the post. You know what I mean? No man wants a woman like Cardi B, and it takes a lot more than WAP to keep a man. Plain and simple. The second part, honestly, I would think that would kind of go without saying. You know what I mean? Like if you're a woman, you think that good sex is going to get a man, and good sex is going to keep a man. You you just you know what I mean? You're just delusional. It, you know, sex is it, ironically sex is going to be something that is going to push men away. Did you ladies know? And you know, and I know the fellas know. If you have sex with someone, as you're, if you're a man and you and you sleep with a woman, I don't care who this woman is, but if there are not significant feelings attached to that sex or accompanying the sex with that woman, the moment you bust that nut, for lack of a better term, you lose interest. Did you ladies know that? I'm just cause a lot. I'm just asking because I know a lot of women genuinely don't know that. They think, wow. Because it's weird. That's why the Bible talks about fornication and sex in the way that it does, because it's not designed for premarital situations. You know what I mean? It's not. Because the moment you as a woman have sex with a man, you then become emotional. You become more connected. You become, you look at that man differently. Whereas we, you become, you want to be closer. No woman wants to just naturally give her body to a man and, and then that be it. No one wants that. That's why women, women say, oh, I'm happily single. I'm just, I'm okay with a, a friend. But that's false. And if you try to convince yourself of that, that you're, then you're lying to yourself. No woman wants that. But when men do it, it's an automatic, I mean, obviously there's a, a soul tie that's going to be formed. That's, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But the moment that we do that, it's, it's over for us. We then want to be on to the next conquest. You know what I'm saying? We don't. We we immediately lose some level of interest in you. Now that's not to say that it's impossible to get into a relationship with someone and then build on top of that and you know develop feelings after that. I'm not saying that's impossible. Is it likely? No, it's not. It's very unlikely, but it does happen. But what's more likely to happen is the interest will fade, the actions will change. And then the two people will drift apart. 
Now, that also does, doesn't mean that the man is automatically just going to delete her number and never call her again. And, and you know, No, he might keep calling. He might keep having sex with her. But as the, you continue that situation, you continue that relationship, if you will, it, it, it becomes more complicated. You know what I mean? It becomes a little bit messy because the man is, is already thinking, I'm on to the next one, where the woman is now trying to, you know, make this into something more than what it is. And again, women, I'm sure women, women are listening now. Like, well, no, actually, that's all I want. I just wanted for that. You can convince yourself, but unfortunately, thousands of women have told me privately that that's not the case. They've said specifically, I've tried to do that. I've tried to use men for sex. I've tried to just have the casual thing, and it's deep down not what I wanted. I ended up crying myself to sleep. You know, it's so many different things. And and the reality is it's just not the way it's meant to be, period. All right? So definitely, ladies, I say all that to say it takes a lot more than WAP to keep a man. You know what I mean? And, 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 and to, an addendum to that would be it takes more than WAP to keep a man and then to keep a man happy. Because a man will be with you. A lot of men will stay with a woman, but they will stay even though they're not even happy with you. And that right there is a whole different conversation. You know, actually it's not. It's actually a little bit later in this conversation because later on I'm going to talk about the three ways that men need to be stimulated. You know what I'm saying? In a relationship. See, this is all under the umbrella of what do men want. What do we want? That's the million-dollar question, isn't it? Isn't that what all of these YouTube videos and books and everything else is? They're all alluding to what do men want. The media has an agenda of convincing women that we want Cardi B. That's what they want. They have an agenda of of brainwashing women to think, hey, I have to be this big freak. I've got to, you know, have a wet-ass pussy. I've got to, you know, be bisexual. I've got to do X, Y, and Z in the bedroom. I've got to ride them this way. I've got to back it up that way. I've got to suck this. I've got to eat that. But the reality is you don't have to do any of those things. It's all false. Because you're never going to hear a man say, this is what I want a woman to do for me to wife her up, or specifically for me to put a ring on her finger. You would n- I've never, in all my years of life, I've never heard a man say that. You will hear women say that that's what men want. You will hear the media say that's what uh, men want. But I will never, you, would, you just will never hear it. Now, again, if you hear it, you're probably going to be hearing it from someone like uh, Offset. You know what I'm saying? Some of these non-Christian, non-quality men out here. And that's what, that's the problem. Women are not listening to what men are actually saying. Quality men, married men, are actually saying that they want from these situations, from these relationships. There's a serious, serious disconnect between what women think we want and what men actually want in a wife. There's a difference between what men want in a wife and what men want in a sex toy, what men want in a Friday night freak and a jump off and a friends with benefits. Those are the those are the those they're very different things. And a lot of women they confuse 
genuine interest with sexual attention. I'm going to repeat that. They confuse genuine interest with sexual attention. Don't you understand that Cardi, I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. I'm a 42-year-old man. Have I been to strip clubs? Yes. Have I had friends with benefits? Yes. Have I done every possible thing there is to do in life? Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just being real with you. That's just, I'm not, I'm just, that's just a fact. Any of this dating and relationship stuff, I've done it. I've experienced it on, on some level. That's why I talk about it the way I do. And so have I experienced women like a Cardi B, like a Nicki Minaj, like all these little, you know, uh, Instagram models or whatever you, you want to call them? Absolutely. But that is not what men are seeking in a wife. You ask, you go out here and ask a man. See, when, yeah, I'm gonna be real with you. How, how real should I be? How, how real do y'all want me to be with you today? Because the reality is this: a lot of these men are going out and paying for pussy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm just gonna be blunt with you. They go to these strip clubs. They see a woman like Cardi B. They, they get a, uh, they, they tip her. She gets off the pole. They, she comes over to them looking for a tip. They tip her. They take, they talk whatever they're gonna talk about. They take them back to the champagne room, the VIP room, whatever. And then they have sex with them, you know. They have sex with them, and that for many men is a fantasy to have sex with someone who looks like Cardi B, someone who looks like a Bernice Burgos, and they're willing to pay for it because normal. A lot of these men out here debating, they can't get a woman like that on their own without paying for it. So they've never experienced that, so they pay for it. And so when they get on social media. They just, you can tell, they compliment these women. They get, they like all their photos. They put the, the heart emojis, all, all this weird stuff that real men like myself never do. You understand that? It's totally different. But these cornball guys, they get out here and live vicariously through these celebrities like Offset. It's like, oh, my God, he wiped up Cardi B. Oh, my goodness. I want to be like him when I grow up. But the reality is nobody in their right mind, no one with who is a quality man and certainly not a Christian man, is going to desire someone like Cardi B. She's, she's horrible. Would someone have sex with her? Would 99.99% of men have sex with Cardi B? Of course. I don't want to lie to you. I don't want, you know, to be, come off as fake. I want to be honest with you. Almost, I'll even say almost 100% of men, if Cardi B was like, yo, what's up, what's good, like, what are we doing? Like, they would have sex with her. You, you know what I mean? And just, you know, at, depending on what stage they're in in their life. Because she's a, a, a what's the word I'll, I'll use? She has sexual qualities. I'm not going to call her sexy. A word, a, a word that would better be uh, used there would be slutty. But, a lot, but men have sluts with every day. Men have, men have sex with men have sex with sluts every day, and you know whores every day, freaks every day. You know these are things that men do. So I don't want to act like men are perfect. I don't want to act like even Christian men. There's a lot of Christian men up in the strip club. You know, and paying for sex. I'm not gonna sit there and lie to you, but at the end of the day, certain types of men look for certain types of women. Period. I want to shout out you guys listening on uh, on uh, Facebook. Shout out to you guys, man. Everybody listening on iHeartRadio, um, Blog Talk Podcast, 
all over, man. I appreciate you guys for uh, for listening and man. Understand, this is the original Urban Podcast. Be clear about that. Um, somebody said, "You're well, that's not a show." It's a podcast. I said, well, when I first started this, there were no podcasts. You know what I mean? So be clear. This is the original. I never, understand, I never had even heard. That word wasn't even a thing when I started this. Understand that, guys. But I want you guys to understand this. Plenty of men, because I was on the thread last night, and somebody said, somebody said uh, well, men, men marry hoes all the time. I know this, this guy who married this woman. She was a hoe, had five different baby daddies by Five baby daddies by five different dudes or, or whatever the heck it is, five kids with five different dudes. I said, okay, what's your point? The reality is that men marry, first of all, clowns do clown things all the time. A lot of these dudes are clowns, period. They're clowns. These guys out here messing around with the city girls, these offset is a clown. You put a ring on somebody that, that is, you know, you're a clown. When guys paying for women to get their hair done, their nails done, buying bags just to get some sex. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. It's ridiculous. So you can't use any, and men even marry hoes. Just be, I want to be clear about something. People get married every day for the wrong reasons. Everybody, that you can't continue to use that as, a, as an excuse. You can't keep saying, well, your your point is invalid because he married her, or I know this woman and she's been married for ten years, or she. But but okay, well Cardi's married, right? Ray J got married. You know Beyonce's married, but what do these women all have in common? They've all gotten cheated on. They're all married to losers. You feel what I'm, so? At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself: Well, what kind of man do I want to be with? Do I just want to be married just to say I'm married and be getting cheated on and, and, and upset and depressed and, and mad and, you know, have tension all throughout the household? Is that what you want? Or do you want to focus on attracting the best possible man, presenting yourself in the best possible way so you can attract the best possible man? Don't worry about what these weirdos are doing out here. Don't worry about what, what these, these, the hoes are doing. There's a lot of hoes out here getting married every day. Or she got married. What? No, Daydon. She got married. So she. It doesn't matter. My girlfriend's cousin been married. She married a, a guy like Offset. Okay. So is that who you want to? Then no. Well, then, then what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Well, if that's not who you want, why are you even bringing it up? They say, okay, you right. You right. I know I'm right. When have I been wrong? And that's not. I'm not saying that in the arrogant. I'm just asking y'all a question. Go back 15 years and name one piece of bad advice I've ever given. You feel what I'm saying? You and some of the same women listening 15 years are still single. A lot of women that have been listening for 15 years are now married with three kids. You know, so it's like which side of that equation do you want to be on? You know, so here's the thing. As, as a man, we're talking today. If you guys are just joining in, um, we're talking today about what we want and what we don't want. And one of the things you have to understand about men, ladies, is this. No, And I'm going to talk specifically about Cardi B right now, but then I want to open it up a little bit. No man says, I want a woman that, excuse me, yeah, well, yeah, I don't, no man says, I want a woman that drugs men and then steals their money. Did you guys hear about that whole thing? 
there was a whole big thing about when Bill Cosby got convicted, you know, for, for rape. And, they, you know, all the, 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 the rumors came out saying that he was drugging women and, and raping them and this and that. And, and right around that time, Cardi B admitted. Bill Cosby never even admitted it. He, it she admitted to drugging men growing up in her early life, drugging men, drugging men and stealing their money. This is what Cardi B admitted to, and this is who Joe Biden thinks is a good political ally, which is a whole other conversation. Totally ridiculous. This is who Kamala Harris said is, Carl, she called Cardi B great. So how do you feel about Cardi B? She said, I think she's great. Oh, my gosh, I think she's great. But she drugs men. She drugs men and steals their money. What, what kind of stuff is that? You know what I'm saying? It's it's ludicrous. Who want, what man in their right freaking mind would want a woman that drugs men and then steals their money? Show me a man, tag a man on Facebook that you that wants a woman like that, that wants to actually marry a woman that admits to having drugged men and stealing their money. Be clear about what I'm saying to you. This is what Cardi B has admitted to doing. Okay? I, I, I want to say this. I want to say this publicly. You guys haven't heard. People ask me about her all the time. They say, yo, um, Daydon, how do you feel about Candace Owens? And to be quite honest with you, I never really, this is the first time I've ever mentioned her name um, publicly. Um, I, I don't know a lot about her. I've heard her name. I've seen her talk about different things, but I have not actually listened to her. You know, and I like to listen. If I'm going to talk about something, I like to educate myself on them and what they're talking about um, so I can talk about it intelligently. And I haven't really ever taken the time to familiarize myself with uh, Candace Owens. And I did so for the first time a few days ago when she was, I listened to her her broadcast about Cardi B, where she was discussing Cardi B. They've had this big back and forth thing. And and I got to be honest with you, I don't care how people feel about her. Again, I haven't really even checked her out politically. I, maybe I will after this. Um, so I'm just going to speak about this. But I 100% agree with everything Candace Owens said about Cardi B. 100% of the things. There was nothing she said in that video that was incorrect. Not one thing. 100% spot on. Sounded like me talking, you know. And I hope people listen to her because she has a very big audience in regards to her thoughts on Cardi B. And that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, so that's the first thing. No one wants a woman that drugs men and steals their money. Okay, because we're talking about what do men want, what do we don't. We don't want that. Okay, all these women city girls talking about scamming niggas and, you know, even Beyonce, pay my bills, 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 independent, all that. We don't want that. Nobody wants that. Okay, no one. If you're a man and you say you want a woman that scams men or that somebody that you got to pay all their bills, you're lying. Somebody that prances around stage half naked, you're lying. Why do you think all these video vixens, why do you think all these actresses, all these musicians and, and entertainers 
are are single. You know what I'm saying? And have been single and will continue to be single. Because at the end of the day, men will lust after them, they will have sex with them, and they will be on to the next freak. When they do eventually get into some type of relationship, what do you think happens? That's what I said on Facebook when I posted the article. I said, shocker. You know, because it's not a surprise that nobody wants a woman like that. And if they do get with her because they're a clown, they're going to cheat, just like Offset did. Don't you understand? Anybody, you got, I don't I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but you've got to be almost really like an idiot to think that somebody would not cheat on Beyonce. You know what I mean? You've got to be an idiot to think somebody would not cheat on Cardi B. What's wrong with people? Like, I went, it's just, I said it. I said, I've been talking about this stuff for over a decade. Okay? Over a decade. You can, all these shows are archived. You know what I mean? All these shows are archived. You can go back 10 years, 15 years to some of my earliest shows and where you will hear me predict everything that's happened over the last 10 years. You know? And if you, I mean, I'll tell you this. One of the reasons, and I've done many shows on why men cheat, and so this isn't going to be a why men cheat show per se, but if you are a woman who who has a particular mentality, a particular thought process, a particular way of presenting herself to the world that is not appealing to men, that is, you know, you have an attitude, your ghetto, your hood, you know, you, you, you're non-submissive, you're argumentative, you're going to get cheated on, plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? And any woman that, that presents herself in that way is going to be cheated on. You know, people say, well, well, why? that's not how it should be. That's not what men, why can't men, why they got to cheat? Why, they, why, should, why are they with them to begin with? It doesn't matter why they are. It just matters what's going to happen. And that's what's going to happen. You're going to be cheated on. Okay? Plain and simple. Um. And that's that's it. I've I've said many times, hey, ladies, the you're never going to keep a man with your body. You're never even going to keep a man with your looks. You've got to keep a man with your personality, your emotional availability, your spirituality. You know, you, these are things that are most important because looks fade. I got to be honest with you, man. Look at Beyonce now, you know, and look at her 10 years ago. Look at, you know, Cardi B even now. And look at her 10 years ago. Look at Rihanna Look at, you know, now versus 10 years ago. None of these women look the same. Very few of these women out here look better. Okay? You, so, and it's, it's really disconcerting for me to see so many 40-year-old women where the gray hairs are popping up, the stomach isn't as flat, the ass isn't as fat, you know, but yet they still feel like they can do the same things personality-wise, you know, emotionally and sexually, that they could 10, 15 years ago and expect to be treated the same way. You can get away with certain things that you're young, when you're young, that you cannot get away with when you're 40 and over. Okay? You just, I mean, it's just a reality. Because at, at 40, and I've said this, I think I said this on the last show, as a man, you're not, we're not checking for someone 45 to be a super freak. Nobody is. That's not what we look for. I mean, if, if you're single at that age, you better have the best personality. You you literally better be the nicest and most friendly and most humble, most spiritually on fire for God, woman, on the planet if you want a man. You definitely better. 
Otherwise, you'll be single or have a friend with benefits, period. Time for fun and games is over. Time for sugarcoating. Well, I never sugarcoated, but time for sugarcoating is over. I'll leave that to these other weirdos popping up on, on YouTube, all these guys giving out advice, and, you know, y'all want to like it. That's perfectly fine. You know, I'm perfectly content with that. I, that's never been my style to tell women what they want to hear. In fact, my double CD that came out 10 years ago was entitled What Women Need to Know But Don't Want to Hear. <laughs> you know what I mean? So and I, it's, it, I'm not, I've never been that guy. So you, you have to tune those people out and understand you can't be this big hoe. You can't have these lack of morals and values the older you get. You can't just keep sleeping with people because guess what? Numbers matter. Oh, man, I'm about to get in trouble today. I might just de- deactivate my account after this broadcast because people are going to be pissed off at me. You know, but the reality is numbers do matter. You know what I'm saying? You can't just keep having sex and sex and sex and sex and sex and sex after guy, after guy, after guy, after guy, after guy and expect these men to still want to put a ring on your finger. At what point do women say, hey, whoa, let me slow down? At what point do women say, hey, let me keep my legs closed? At what point do women say, hey, you know what, let me be more, a little bit more respectable? You know, I don't have to, I can, I can go on a date with you, but I don't have to sleep with you. That, that's, that's actually okay to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's okay. We, we won't die. We, we'll be, we, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to just sleep with every single guy you talk to on the phone. And a lot of women are following this new age mentality of I'm sexually free, I'm sexually liberated, I can do whatever I you know, want to do, you know, and it doesn't matter. But I don't know who told you that. It's almost like a whole bunch of women got together and said, you know what, we're just going to do this. We're going to change the narrative. We're going to empower ourselves sexually. And whatever we want to do is perfectly fine. But what men co-signed that? Who said that's okay? That's so you guys want to switch it up back in the day. Even, here's the ironic. Here's the irony. The ultimate irony is that 15 years ago, I came out with this show, the original Urban Podcast, and one of my main topics where I was discussing was was what? Steve Harvey's 90 Day Rule. Right. And I was, at that time, that was actually a thing. And it was crazy then. You know what I'm saying? It was absolutely crazy to put a time frame on, on, on sex. It was crazy 15 years ago, right? It was absolutely ridiculous because I, the whole, if you're newer to this, to this show and to me, the whole premise of why it's so ridiculous was that if a man wants sex, he's going to wait a week. He's going to wait two weeks. He's going to wait three weeks. He's going to wait four weeks. He'll wait three months. You know, he'll wait 90 days for a second. And guess what will happen on the 91st day? He'll have sex with you. And then that's when the games begin. Or if he, if he doesn't just leave altogether. So it's absolutely ludicrous to think that a man would actually wait 90 days or, or that 90 days would be a good barometer, you know, for how a man feels about you. I know men that have been stringing women along for a whole year. 90 days is nothing. That's, that's easy time right there. So, but the irony of the whole 90-day rule is because, because it was so crazy and even still is crazy, I kind of wish more women actually listened to that rule 
at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because guess what? At least 90 days is still 90 days. 90 days is a lot better than one day or on the first date or after a couple days or, hey, you send me a text message or I meet you, you text me, and then I come over and have sex with you because that's what's going on today. So, and that's the, that's the, I chuckle because that's the ultimate irony is that as crazy as it was, and so many, literally hundreds and hundreds of women have thanked me, like, wow, you know, thank you so much for speaking out against that then. Because at that time when that book came out, I thought that made sense. But because after listening to you, I see how stupid it is. Now I'm happily married with two kids 10 years later. I get those emails. I have those emails. I, I save those emails. You know what I'm saying? But as happy as I am to get those emails, I kind of wish people, more people, would at least, at least wait. Because the, the thought of celibacy, the thought of actually keeping your legs closed and not listening to, you know, people like Beyonce and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj who are actually encouraging women to have sex, you know, because the celibacy thing is almost like a thing of the past. Um, I mean, even more so than it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. When I first started, it's even like now there were still a few women that were like, yo, I'm celibate, I'm saving myself for marriage. Honestly, there were still some virgins floating around out there back when I first started all this. Honestly, and this is, I hate to say this, I don't hear anybody talking about celibacy anymore. I don't. Back then I did. Like, And, and maybe you do. Hopefully you do. I don't. And I've talked to a lot of different women you know, I interact with different people in different parts of the country. I really don't hear or see anyone talking about celibacy. Do you? Let me know, man. Let me know. Um, it's more so like, hey, how do I? Like, cause I'm talking about through the advice questions. Like, I used to get these questions. I would post them. You would see them. We would be like, yo, um, hey, Dayton, you know, just to let you know, um, I'm someone who's saving myself for marriage, but when I go out, I'm not getting the type of attention that I would like, and they're usually going after my promiscuous friends or more sexually dressing friends. Like, what's some of, what's some of your advice that you would you would give to a woman like me who's saving herself? For, I would get those questions, many of them, and I haven't gotten any lately. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the landscape is changing. So we're talking today about what men want. Well, that's what we want. That's what we want. A lot of women say, well, so what are you saying? What are you saying, Dayton? Are you saying that men seeking a wife in today's society want, you know, they want someone who's celibate? You're damn right they do. Oh, who's, yo, who, who, you damn right. Who told you? Who changed the narrative? Other than the, the media, other than the video vixens, other than everything you see on TV, but what actual men did you hear tell you? What married men have you ever heard say? Hey, you know, she told me she was celibate, and I said, no, nah, the hell with that. I needed that ad, so I had to delete her number. I had to kick her to the curb. You, you'll never hear that, especially in today's climate. We want someone who is the opposite of Cardi B. We want someone who is the opposite of Beyonce or Nicki Minaj or the City Girls or Megan Thee Stallion. It's ridiculous. So that's the first thing. What do we want? We want a woman who's celibate. Keep your legs closed. You want a man, keep your legs closed, period. That's it. Stop it. Stop having sex. 
That's all you got to do. Well, it's not all you got to do, but that's the first step. Whoever that friend with benefits is, whoever that ex-boyfriend is, that ex-whoever that you call every couple weeks, every couple months, just to, you know, the maintenance man, you know what I mean, if you will. Shout out to Mike Basin, back in the day, one of my favorite books. You know, that's what you got to do. Cut him off. Whoever he is, you get rid of him. And that's when you start seeing quality men because that sex is like a stench on you. It's like a stench. What do you mean by that? I took a shower. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about a shower. I'm not talking about a physical stench. I'm talking about a spiritual stench. Some of you women are walking around stinking. Y'all, y'all stink. You smell. You know what I mean? You Even though you got the Victoria's Secret smell, though, I love those Vicky's Secret smell goods, though. I got my wife some of um, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about that type of stench. I'm talking about not the Bath and Body Works. I like I like that too. I'm talking about the spiritual stench because the friends with benefits stench. You, we can sense when um, a woman is is has another man in the picture. And the and does he watch this? Does that mean that he's not going to talk to you? Does that mean he's not going to call you or text you or want to even take you out? No, it doesn't mean that at all. What it does mean, watch this, he's not going to compete for you, okay? He's not going to chase you. He is going to, depending on what stage he's in, he is going to put you into a category of strictly sex. He will, men don't care who you're having sex with if all they want from you is sex. Let that marinate for a little bit. Just let that marinate. We don't care about who you're sleeping with if all we want is sex. Now, if we want to wife you up, if we're looking for a, you know, a wife, a a partner, a life partner, then you better be sitting at home making a freaking sweater, knitting a sweater. Go Go to Home Depot, or not Home Depot, Michael's or some type of craft store and buy some knitting things. You know what I mean? And knit yourself a freaking sweater and don't do anything. They say, Whoa, you whoa, 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 whoa. That seems extreme. What do you why do you why what do you mean? Why do you say that? Okay. You can do whatever you want to do. But if you want a man, you listen to me. Knit yourself a sweater. Find a good show to binge watch on Netflix. Fifty watch this, watch this. Fifteen years ago, when I started this show, I put up a post and it was on MySpace at that time. I put up a post, and I said, what did I say? A single woman's best friend is her, her Bible and Netflix. And I probably it probably wasn't Netflix at the time, but over the years it's kind of evolved to Netflix, whatever it was at the time. might have been just a DVD or whatever. But it's, it's her Bible and Netflix. That's all you need as a single woman, okay? All this extra stuff is going to leave you single. What do you mean? Why, why, why a Bible? Well, obviously you need a Bible to figure out how to live for Christ if you want a Christian man. That's, I mean, that should go without saying. Um, however, the second part of that is, and you need Netflix. Why do you need Netflix? Well, you need Netflix because Netflix keeps you out of trouble, okay? Netflix keeps you – I'm talking about on a Friday night. What's happening on a Friday night? You're probably going to these happy hours, these cigar lounges, these, you know, parties, these whatever you're going to, and you're you're surrounding yourself with these men who all they want to do is have sex. They're meetups to to hook up. 
That's it. That's all it is. You know, so when you eliminate those things and you kind of just, you know, do what you got to do, go to work, hang out with your kids, you know, go out to dinner with your girlfriends even. But when you get into all that extra stuff, you're just prolonging the inevitable, which is just being single. You know what I'm saying? Even these little girls trips. I did just check out my show on girls trip. If you missed it a couple of years ago, where I talked about the movie. It was an uh, in-depth analyzation of the the movie and how those girls trips keep a lot of women single. Because I think we all know at this point what goes on on the girls trips. You know what I mean? You know, and I know what goes on. You won't tell anybody what goes on, but I know what goes on. And so that's all I'm saying. You got to leave all that stuff in the past. So that's that's what. You think, and that's another, not to prolong it, but we're talking today about what men want and what we don't want. Women say, oh, people tell me, go travel the world, go do this, go do that. But the reality is, you you know that's a turnoff, right? And I hate this, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate to put it out there in a way that, you know, seems like I'm trying to discourage women from traveling because it's not that. But the reality is, I, I've had these conversations with men, you know, because, again, because we know what goes on on these trips, and you know what goes on on these trips. When we see that you're going on these trips, it's like, oh, okay, she's one of them. You know what I'm saying? Or she's going to Cancun, or she's going here, or she's going there. We're going down to Miami, going down to South Beach. It's like, okay, we know what it's hitting for. That That kind of tells us, hey, you're not really in that wife category. You're not really ready to settle down. And we can debate that. We can talk about that. I'm sure there are people going to feel how they feel because a lot of people like to travel and traveling is great. But I'm just being honest with you. That can be a turnoff. Your li- uh, the lifestyle that you live, especially when we see it on social media, you're posting it, you, you know, these the thigh shots. I don't know why y'all think y'all got to, every beach you go to, you got to post a picture of your thighs. You got to do the thigh selfie. What is the point of that? What do you, I mean, I'm just saying, y'all know what y'all do. Go on your Facebook pages and delete those thigh photos, man. Just do it. It's ridiculous. You got to put your bikini up there, you know. You you got to do the ass shots. You got to do the cleavage shots. It's like, that is not what we want. Is it nice to look at? Is it going to get you a whole, whole bunch of likes? Oh, it darn sure will. It'll get you likes. It'll get you attention. But those men, and it's going to get you the inboxes. Who, look at your inbox. You can't figure out why you're single. Look at your inbox. You got all these dudes DMing you, and then you, you got the nerve. A lot of women have the audacity to to try to clown the men in their DMs. Like, oh, men, if you're married, get out of my DM. Get out of my DMs. If you if you got a girlfriend, get out of my DM. If you're a loser, get out of my DMs. Or you could just take your titties off of Facebook, you know what I'm saying? And then you won't have to worry about those DMs. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest with you. You could take down the ass shots. You could not even take those pictures to begin with. Then you won't have to worry about the DMs. You know how many women who I, who are old school, I call them old school because they've been listening to me for years. I go to their pages, they got the perfect Facebook pages. Most of them are married, you know what I'm saying? But even there, and many of them who are not married are on their way to getting married because they know what it is. Some of these women out here, y'all got your pages are filled with dudes telling you how sexy you are. They're, you're, you know, guys giving you, you're flirting with guys on your on the threads. The real men see that and they stay far away from you. So you, your life consists of losers coming in and out of your life. 
guys that just want to have sex and become any other, but it's all about the vibe that you're projecting. That's it. I'm giving y'all the blueprint. I'm gonna tell you, you don't have to buy. Listen, just bookmark this show, right? Bookmark this show, and get rid of any self-help book you ever got. You know what I mean? And and tune out all these other guys. I'm giving you the blueprint of what to do and what not to do. This is it. It's all you need. Okay? So it's all about what we want and what we don't want. Again, as I said earlier, the disclaimer was clowns will do clown things. The same dudes that are liking all these photos and telling, oh, I would drink your bath water. I would do this to you. I would do that. I'll eat your ass. I'll do this and that. Listen, that's all sexual. That's all called sexual attention. That's all they want to do is sleep with you. Cardi B, that's all she's doing is putting out sexual attention. I saw her stripper video. I watched the WAP video. I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? It's any man is going to look at it. But nobody, it's no one looks at People are going to look, just like they're going to look at the WAP video, they're going to look at your beach photos, the bikini photos you put up there. And like, whoa. Oh, she's sexy. Oh, she got some nice boobs. Okay, she got a fat. Like that, but that it stops there. That's it. No one takes that to the next level and says, "Oh, I want to marry her." Look at the guys on the thread from last night trying to act like men want that. No, no one wants that. No one. Okay. So, like I said earlier, though, she she's drugging men. She's stealing their money. Do people understand that? Because remember what the original people, a lot of times people lose uh, lose track of the original post and what it actually said. The original post said, no one wants a woman like Cardi B. Now, let me ask you a question. Y'all, y'all know Cardi B is a gang member, right? I, you, she's a blood. And I, I find myself always having to say this every broadcast I do as if people don't already know it, which many people don't. But Cardi B is a gang member, Okay. That's why, you know, she calls herself Barty. You know, Crips and Bloods, you know, any any person who's a blood, and there's a word that starts with the the letter C, they change it to a B. To dis it's kinda of like a disrespect thing to the Crips. So they, they that's why instead of Cardi, she calls herself Barty. And but that's what all bloods do when it comes to the letter C. That's just a common knowledge thing. And so and she's you know, I mean this is common this isn't like news to anyone. Anyone who knows about gang life, I mean, you know that. But Cardi B is a blood, or you know what I mean? She identifies herself as a blood. And so she's a gang member. She glorifies gang banging. Now, when I was single, I don't remember ever thinking to myself, hmm, I want a wife. Let me go see if I can find a gang banger. You know, I want to get me a hood chick. I want to get me, like, no one in their right mind says that. There's not a man on the planet who says that. Okay, no one. <laughs> it's like so. That's why when I when I put a post up there, and people are liking it. These weirdos are liking the liking comments, debate. Or, you know, with people disagreeing with the post, it's like it, it's it's ridiculous. Who in their right mind? And a lot of these men are married men, ironically, who know damn well they didn't want their those qualities in their wife, which is crazy. So one of the things you have to understand is she's a gang member. She drugs men. Not only that, she's got a head full of weave, you know, and that's a whole nother topic. But, again, we always have this whole 
you know, and I've been having this debate for 15 years. Many of you know, and I just kind of fall back now because it's like, y'all know how I feel about it. But back in the day, women would get so mad at me, delete me, unfriend me, block me, just because I would say I hate weeds. You know what I mean? And, 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 I, and the fact that I've never met a man who likes them. You know, and that's and yet women keep wearing them, and I don't want to offend anybody. You know, I think we're we're past that point. You know what I mean? I think that ship has sailed, and I, I'm good with that. But the reality is, is that, and this goes for everything. There's a major, major difference between what men want and what some men settle for. Right? You know, it's a major difference. Because you say, well, now I know someone who married a hoe. She's got five baby daddies. You know, yeah, he married her, but is that who he wanted or is that who he settled for? Every man out there will tell you, hey, yeah, I want a woman with nice, long, natural hair. Or it doesn't even have to be long, just, you know, just that natural beauty. I love that. Every man wants that. Every man. That natural beauty. Who doesn't want that? Everyone wants that, period. There's not, I don't care who disagrees. If a man disagrees, they're lying. If a woman disagrees, they're uninformed. But that's what every man wants. No one wants or prefers fake over real. Hey, I got this Louis Vuitton bag for you. I got a fake one right here. Watch this. I got the fake one. But, yo, I got the real one here. But same price. Same price. One is fake, and the other one is, uh, is, is stolen. Let's just say that. One is stolen, one is fake. Which one do you want? Well, some people say, I just don't want either one. I don't want fake or one. Well, let's just assume you just have a fake one and you have a real one, right? You're going to choose the real, anything. I don't care what it is. Real boobs over fake boobs. Real ass over fake ass. There's not a man on the planet, there's not a woman on the planet that prefers fake over real. So now what we have to do is we have to ask ourselves, what kind of man are you dealing with? Right? You got to ask yourself, what kind of man are we even talking about? Are we talking a man like Dadon Tolbert who never settles for anything and always gets exactly what he wants? Or are we talking about some of these weirdos out here who want a Mercedes, but they just settle for a Toyota Corolla? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's two types of men. You know, it's some men who go after what they want and they get what they want. They get the house they want. They drive the car they want. They get the wife they want. They do every. They just get what they want. And then there are other men who want a woman with natural beauty, deep down, but for whatever reason, lack of self-esteem, lack of ambition, whatever, they settle for a woman with a long ass weave. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's different. They're different types of men. Now again, you I'm sure maybe and there are women who settle too cuz maybe you want the man that really goes after what he wants, but you settle for the man that settle for you. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it like that, but you know, that's kind of how it goes sometimes. And so I think one of the problems is we we don't understand, many women don't understand what kind of man they're dealing with. And, you know what I mean? and, and so that's important. 
So, and again, please understand who I'm talking about. Christian men. I'm not a Muslim. I'm not an atheist. I'm not an agnostic. I'm not into all this new age stuff that try to tries to make it uncool to love Jesus Christ and all this weird stuff. I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. Like all that extra stuff. No. All that weird stuff. No. Are you a do you are you a a woman a Christian woman that wants a Christian man? That's what this show is about. If you're anything outside of that, you're on your own because I can't even speak to that. If you, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's so much, it's so much foolishness out there. More so that was, more than was out there years ago. But it's, it's so, you know, the dating pool is so convoluted. Um, at this point, we're seeing so many, you know, women that are okay with settling, just because of their thoughts on what's, what's out there, and what's not out there. I see it every day. They're settling. I don't want to. I'm getting older. You know, my biological clock is ticking, or, or, or it's already done tick-tocked. It's over. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, the, 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 the having kids ship has sailed. You know, I just want love. I just want to be with them. I want someone to make me happy. But yet they do everything I, I'm telling them not to do. You know, and so, like I said, there's, there's certain types of women out there. There's certain types of men out there. You have to decide which one are you and what type of man do you want. So back to Cardi B. So again, as I did on the last, as I talked about on the last show, the whole WAP. She raps and sings about and talks about how good her sex is, how good her wet her pussy is. And and if you please check if you missed that show, if you never listen to me ever again, listen to that show because it may have been the best show I've ever done. I'm just talking right now. This is this is nothing today. I'm just having a good time today. But if you really want to hear probably my absolute best, go back and listen to the Cardi B WAP show. I'm really proud of that show. Very informative. Got a lot of great feedback uh, on it because um, it kind of encompassed everything you need to know about this dating and relationship stuff. You know, um, but understand that sexual attention and genuine interest are two totally different things. Let's talk about who who we have men who will defend Cardi B. We have women who will defend Cardi B. That the reasoning for that is for two different it's different. Okay, men are defending her because, again, as I said earlier, they want, that's all they can get, basically. They already know they can't get who they really want. They know that's their future, period. They're not going to get the wife that they really want, if they get anybody. But if that's just the best that they can do. So they're going to defend that, because not defending that would kind of cause a certain type of realization that, whoa, where I'm at in life is as good as it's going to get. And for, for, for a man like me, that would that's like the worst possible thing. I will never stop setting goals. I will never think this is the best that I can get. I will always have goals. Some men are settled in their way of thinking that, hey, this is, this is it for me. This is the best I can do. And so when someone challenges that and says no man wants a woman like Cardi B, well, that's going to be offensive to them. Because that's all they can aspire to get. You know what I'm saying? That's where the comments come from. That's where the uh, uh, the, the 
um, indignation comes from. The women are defending it. I mean, I think that's fairly obvious because they are the Cardi B's. Many women have grown up listening to Beyonce. Many women have grown up with a certain level of lack of respectability. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's all they know. They've been out there in the clubs. They've been scamming men. They've been using men for sex. They've been getting men to get their hair done, their nails done. They've, they've been doing a lot of that stuff. So, of course, when they see a woman who, who presents herself like Cardi B and says, wow, well, well that's – a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, that, hey, that's me. That's not just Cardi B. That's not just Beyonce. That, that's me right now. See, before when I would talk about Beyonce, certain types of women would come out the woodwork. But, again, that was 15 years ago. Those fit, And those women were, you know, 25, 15 years ago. Those women are a little different now. The 25-year-old women are now 40. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of crazy, isn't it? We're all getting old together. But back when this whole thing started, the same feedback, the same criticism that I'm getting talking about Cardi B is exactly even more so what I got from talking about Beyonce 15 years ago. But it's the same thing. It's just a different light-skinned chick shaking her ass on stage. That's it. It's cyclical. You know, uh, Beyonce, then Nicki Minaj, then Cardi B, then Megan Thee Stallion, then City Girls, and... You know, five years from now, it'll be somebody else. But guess what? We'll be having the same discussion. The same people will come out the woodwork acting all, oh, you shouldn't talk about her. Why do you have to talk? Why do you have to call her hoe? Why, you know, you shouldn't use that term. What you, what you want me to call somebody that scam, that drugs men and then steals their money after having sex with them? What, you, what, what should I call them? You know? Well, if, if you're if you're Kamala Harris, you call her great. If you're Joe Biden, you call her a great political ally. You know, <laughs> how about that? And yet, everybody and their mom is going to go out and vote for people who think Cardi B is great, which is crazy to me. And I'm not telling you you should vote for Trump. Don't, don't I'm not. This isn't about who you vote for, or who you don't vote, vote for. But that's a decision you have to make. The question, are you going to support someone who supports someone like Cardi B? I know I'm not. You know? Because Cardi B, to me, and this is just my personal opinion, Cardi B supporters are a million times worse than Trump supporters could ever be. Because, And why do I say that? Why? Because Donald Trump supporters aren't influencing young black girls. You know that, right? That's a whole different conversation. But me having a young daughter, I'm going to be more passionate about the the uh, the damage that someone like Cardi. We already know the damage Beyonce has done over the year, over the tw- last twenty years. We've seen that. You know, we we've seen that. The influence. We've already seen that. With the, with the state of women of these 35, 45-year-old women today is a result largely in part of Beyonce. Because of Beyonce. But what? imagine the young girls right now who are listening to WAP, who are listening to Cardi B. Imagine what they're going to be like, who are growing up listening to the city girls. Talking about something, you got to pay for this pussy. 
imagine the effect, how, how they're going to turn out 15 years from now. It's going to be horrible. It's, I mean, it's really going to be horrible. Can you say the same thing about Donald Trump supporters? There are going to be ramifications in any, no matter how you look at it. But I personally am more passionate about the negative influence on these young girls. Okay? That's what I'm most passionate about. We all have things that we're passionate about. So let's do this. I want to, I want to, like I said, I'm not going to be on too long today, but I want to touch on the stages that men go through. Because, again, we're talking, you guys are just tuning in. I'm talking about um, what men want and what we don't want. And I, I don't think you can do that without understanding what we want and depending on what stage of life we're in. Well, what am I talking about? Let's talk about it from this standpoint. <clears throat> you have three stages. It's been years since I've talked about this, um, but we have the dog stage, what I call the player stage, and then you have the ready-to-settle-down stage. Let me just break down briefly some of the characteristics of each stage. The dog stage, ladies, is and, – and now, granted, a man can go through this particular stage at all ages. It won't necessarily matter what how old he is. What do I mean? A man in the dog stage is going to want one thing. I'm going to give you all one guess. He just wants sex. That's it. He's out there. His sole purpose is not to find a wife. It's not to settle down. It's not to get a girlfriend. It's not to post a whole bunch of pictures on social media. His goal is to go out with his friends and to meet women that he's going to have sex with. That's it. He's going to want to, you know, take photos. He's going to want you to send photos. He's going to want to do videos. And it's just all about building that. He's going to have threesomes. He's going to probably want to do all types of freaky stuff. He might even want his ass ate, like all this weird stuff that I never even heard about back in the day, you know. But it's all that's, that's his goal. That's the stage that he's in. Now, is a man going to tell you straight up, ladies, hey, I'm in the dog stage. My whole purpose in life right now is making money and getting sex. Is a man really going to tell you that? Some men might tell you that. Maybe. You might hit the lottery and get someone to be honest with you, but probably not. He's, you're probably going to have to find that out on your own, okay, after, unfortunately, having slept with, slept with him. That's usually when, you know, women find out he just wanted sex. So that's the dog stage. Unfortunately, a lot of these men, that's where you get the whole hit it and quit it type of thing. Okay, it's it's not even usually a question. It's like, oh, he dogged me. You ever have sex with a man who told you this or told you that, and then it turned out to be nothing, and then you just never heard from him again? Well, he dogged you, right. So that's the dog stage. The player stage is a stage that many men go through that, you know, where you have you're, – you're at a man coming out of the dog stage. You've been, you know, going to the clubs. You've been – you know, running through all types of women, and, and you get to a point in your life where you say, you know what, I'm getting kind of sick of this. You know, I, I want something different. I want love. Or maybe, maybe not even, might not even be love per se, but I just want something different from what I've had. And that's where he entertains the idea 
of a girlfriend or of actually settling down with someone. You know, that's where you see these men, you know, getting girlfriends or um, you might see somebody updating his status to say in a relationship with, although that's very rare. You might see somebody, you know, taking you out to dinner as opposed to Netflix and chill. He's open to the idea, but unfortunately he still has one foot in the dog stage. He's not quite out of the dog stage yet. So, yeah, he has a quote-unquote girlfriend, but he wants to still sleep with, you know, someone he met the day before or someone he's going to meet the day after. So that's like the player stage. You know, if you, ever, if you guys ever saw um, Bill Bellamy in How to Be a Player, it's an old movie, but it's a classic movie because it really epitomizes – you know, what we what someone in the player stage goes through on a day-to-day basis. He has his girlfriend, right? In many cases, he might even have a wife. But he's still out there seeking different people to have sex with. And so, that, like I said, that is a classic movie that really shows you exactly what the player stage is all about. So that's the player stage. And, you know, and, and that's where you find you know, a lot of the quote-unquote crazy women coming out of the woodwork because you, what, you, what you have is a man who is playing, hence the term player stage, he's playing with these women's emotions. And when you play with a woman's emotions, it's not right, but she's going to react in many cases, sometimes in violent ways and crazy ways and psycho ways, as I, you know, use the term. But it's, it's a player stage nonetheless. He's playing with women's emotions. And so, yeah, so there's that. And so the, one of the major problems is is that you have these pseudo-relationships, but they aren't really relationships. They're just situations where the man is telling you everything that you want to hear. What, and this is – I wanted to touch on this. I, I put this on Facebook the day before. What was that? Uh, probably Monday or Tuesday. And uh, the post that I – what I said was, is if you have to ask a man where your relationship is going, the answer is nowhere. And, and many, most people got it. It's kind of self-explanatory. But the problem with that, with that, that, uh, that situation is usually what you have is a man who doesn't want you, right? So what you have when you have a man who doesn't want you is he's going to be playing games. His, he's not going to be consistent. Um, he's going to probably be stringing you along. He's going to be going through the motions, telling you everything that you want to hear. But really, he has no plans for you. And what I was saying, so is if you have to ask, the reason you're asking is because you're unclear. The only reason you're asking is because he's not showing you, Right? That's the only reason you would have to ask. It doesn't make sense. You're not going to ask about something if it's abundantly clear that's what it is. It's no, there's no reason to. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think of a, like, my kids don't have to ask, you know, hey, are we going to have dinner tonight? You know, no, they don't ask that. They say, hey, what's for dinner? They say, I'm hungry. And so they know beyond a shadow of a doubt they're going to get – it's not – they're going to eat. 
It's just a matter of what they're going to eat. They might not even want to eat it, but they know they're going to eat. You see how that works? So they don't have to ask, am I going to eat? Hey, Daddy, am I going to eat tonight? None of your kids ask that. It's, hey, I'm hungry. What, what's for dinner? Because they know you're going to feed them. You see the difference there? And it's really the same thing. If you catch the analogy, it's the same thing for dating and relationships. You don't have to ask a man, hey, where, where is this going? He's going to show you where it's going, so much so to the point where you don't even have to ask about it. And when you had, and so you had a lot of people, or a few people, not a lot, but a few people on that particular thread on Facebook, and follow me if you don't already follow me, um, at Dayton Tolbert. Um, really, you know, a lot of good discussions. Add yourself to the Friends of the Dayton Tolbert Show group. A lot of good discussions there as well. But if you have someone um, who who is asking these questions, they're not going to, they're not being shown. So when you have these guys come on to the, the post, they say, well, Communication is good. There's nothing wrong with communication. No, communication is great. But the point of it is, if you have to communicate and if you have to ask about certain things, that is telling you that he's not seeing you in that way. He doesn't view you in in a way that he wants to have a future with you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have to ask. Women only ask certain questions. Women don't want to ask at all. You know that, right? It's not like women just sit around wanting to ask these questions. No one wants to ask that question, but you only ask the question because you've given your body to that man. You've probably given your body to that man with no condom, which adds a whole different level of of emotional connection. That's a whole different story, you know, a whole different conversation. But you give the condom is falling by the wayside, if, if it was ever there to begin with, you know. So so because you're giving your body to this man in that way, you're going to ask him, hey, what's happening? What's going on? What's your plan for me? If you have to do that, that means he's not viewing you in that way. So that's what you have. Those are the types of conversations you're going to have with a man when he's in the player stage. Okay? That's the player stage in a nutshell. I told you about what the dog stage was. That's the player stage. Let's talk about the ready-to-settle-down stage, okay? Because, again, if you're just joining us today, we're talking today about what men want and what we don't want. This last phase is extremely important in regards to what we want. We, We have gone through the dog stage, right? We have gone through, unfortunately, and it's not right. It's never right. All that cheating and lying and cheating and gameplay, that's all done in the do- in the player stage, the dog in the player stage, but mostly the player stage. There's not a lot of lying that goes on in the dog stage. It's all the player stage, unfortunately, is very complicated. But after that, and people get to this stage at different ages, some never get there, but you get to that age or that stage where you are ready to settle down with a good woman, you've ignited, you've self-reflected. Many in many cases, you've given your life to God. You've self-reflected, and you say, "Wow, you know what? I now want a wife. I now want children. I'm get. I want a family." And I got to that stage. You know what I'm saying? And I think that unfortunately, like I said, people move at their own pace. But and some unfortunately never get there. But what we want in that stage. 
is going to be different from what we wanted in the player stage. It's going to be different from what we wanted in the dog stage. Let me tell you a few qualities that I listed that we want in the ready-to-settle-down stage from a, a woman. And I can already tell you, it's going to be the opposite of Cardi B. It's going to be the opposite of Beyonce. Everything on this list is going to be the opposite of Nicki Minaj and the City Girls and 90% of these women on Facebook and IG. And I'm just being real with y'all. You know, there's, I would really say out of all eligible women out there, all single eligible women out there, it's really about 10% that are actually wifeable. Seriously, it's not a lot. And any any man will tell you that. Any man will tell you it's not a lot of eligible and wifeable women out here. A lot of single women. But finding the Bible confirms this. And I'm, I'm going to read Proverbs 31 to you in a little bit. But the Bible specifically says, who can find a virtuous woman? Where is she at? It's hard. It's not easy. Any, listen to what I'm telling you. Ask any man, your brothers, your cousins, your uncles, your dad, hey, how would you say when you were single or, or even right now, would you say that it's easy? I mean, it's a lot of all these women out here. Wouldn't you say it's pretty easy to find a, a good woman, to find a woman to marry? I don't care who you ask. And try this. Seriously. They're going to tell you, are you crazy? Of course, it's, they're going to tell you it's hard. It's almost impossible. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. Okay? So, and it's about, I'm telling you, it's about 10%, which is not a lot. So what do we want in that stage? We want classy. Okay? Classy. Meaning, you know, we can put you in a business suit, in a, in a uh, you know, some slacks, a, a nice dress, take you out to dinner. We can bring you around our parents, take you to, you know, my mom's retirement party or, you know, the the, fam- the my job's Christmas party and not, and not have to feel like you're going to embarrass me, like that type of stuff. Classiness, beautiful, obviously, but you have to be classy, okay? Respectable. That's it. You would think that these would go without saying, but if you look around at at Instagram and you look around at Cardi B, you look around at, you know, Megan Thee Stallion, WAP, there is nothing classy nor respectable about any of that stuff. Talking about your sexual experiences, talking about, you know, your, your... genitalia, you know, what you're willing or able to do sexually, there's nothing classy or respectable about that. The Bible says women should be modest. I guess, you know, some people miss that as scripture, you know, but that's actually what we want. I've never heard anyone say otherwise, okay? You, you, you will never hear men saying, I want the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with to be, you know, uh, immodest or or show a lack of respectability or not to be classy. I want her to only be sexy. You will never hear anyone say that. Show me a man that said that. If some, if you feel like someone disagrees with what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you right now, show that person to me. Tag them on a post. 
and ask them to come to the forefront. And I want to hear that from that man personally. I've never, you hear men debate, but you never hear them actually disagree with the words that I'm saying. I want you all to look at some, and this is for the future, this is for the past. Look at these debates. No one is actually disagreeing with what I'm saying. They probably just don't like, they probably added a subtopic to it, you know, that they want to focus on to avoid having to agree with what I'm actually saying. But, and that's why no one ever comments on these shows. They'll comment on the post, but they become crickets when it comes to these shows because it's impossible to be a man and to hear what I'm saying and to disagree with it. It's impossible because I'm, I'm speaking truth. That every man knows is true. Okay, every we're talking about a wife. I want to be very, I want to be very clear. We're talking about what we want in a wife, not in a freak, not in a booty call, not in a friend with benefits, not in someone who we're going to DM. Because when you remember, when you DM somebody, you don't really know what who they are or what they're about. You just were probably DMing them for a particular purpose, which is going to be sexual in most cases. But if we're talking specifically about a wife, she's got to be classy, respectable, modest, and sexy. But watch this, and I said this on the last show, you can be sexy and classy, okay? But, you, but why, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something that's going to be unpopular, but I, and I just thought of it just in this last second. I'm going to use someone as an example to... Someone who has two things, but she lacks the other two, or she lacks the most important thing. I want to use Kamala Harris as an example. <laughs> I'm going to use Kamala Harris. And, 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 and listen to the show I did right before the, the WAP show. I did a, a very good show, an informative show, discussing Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Um, and just I, I talked a lot about Kamala, but for today – I want to use her as an example. She is very, she's a beautiful woman. She has beauty. Watch this. She's classy. She's well-spoken. She has that kind of natural look, you know, that men look for, the the natural hair, the nice long hair, um, takes care of herself, not a whole lot of excessive makeup, nothing crazy going on with the weeds or colorful wig, nothing. Like she has that wife look to her. You know, um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, I can't respect her. You know what I'm saying? I cannot respect someone that respects Cardi B. You know, I can't. You know, people say, oh, she's not black or she's this or she did this. But I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that. I don't, none of that. What I care the the sole the biggest issue that I have with her, and I will never forget this, is when she sat up on the Breakfast Club and she went on and on and on about how great Cardi B was. I lost any shred of respect. They said, "Well, what about her voting record? She put in black men." I don't care nothing about none of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't care about any of that. She's a politician. I mean, a politician is going to do what a politician does. But when she sat up there and, and told all these young girls that are going to listen to her and, and respect her just because she's the first black. Um, vice presidential nominee, you know, or candidate, I should say. It's, 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 you know, it's, uh, it's the same level of lack of respect that I have for Michelle Obama 
when she got up there 10 years ago and said the same thing about Beyonce, when Beyonce was prancing around doing the same exact thing that Cardi B is doing. And she got up there and said, oh, I could not think of a better role model for my two girls than Beyonce. I said, oh, I got to go. I said, I got to go, Michelle Obama. You're tripping. You're crazy if you think Beyonce, at the height of her career, prance around butt-ass naked, is a good role model for your young daughters? You smoking crack? As crazy as that sounded, is as crazy as Kamala Harris sounds, saying that Cardi B is great. It's it's like, well, we all know it. It's a whole different thing. It's a, it's a it's a complicated thing when you get into the agenda and why people you know are put into positions of power, and and it's, and, and essentially why you'll never hear anyone like me on a big time stage. I mean, yeah, I've been, my show's been downloaded millions of times on podcasts or iHeartRadio or blog talk, you know what I mean, like different things like that. But that's not breakfast club numbers. That ain't, you know what I'm saying, Steve Harvey numbers. Because the reality, the truth of the matter is, you know, to get to a particular level, you have to be down with a particular agenda. You know, you have, you can't get on there on certain stages, you you know, and say, you know, whatever. You can't. You have to go with the program. That's why you'll never hear anybody criticizing Beyonce publicly. You'll never hear anybody criticizing uh, Cardi B publicly, unless you're someone like a Candace Owens who has a, you know, a large, large independent following, you know. But, and so that's what, so when we talk about what we want, those are at the top of the list. Classy, respectable, modest, and sexy. Okay? We want, what else we want? We want a friend. We want someone we can talk to. We want someone that cares about us. I mean, I'm not talking about cares about us as it relates to what we can do for them, but genuinely cares about us and what we have going on and our well-being. That, I was talking to somebody recently, one of my homies, and we were saying, yo, that is really rare. It is extremely rare to meet someone that really cares about you, unconditionally cares about and loves you. That's extremely rare. You know, someone who is supportive of you and your goals, you know, someone who really, you know, would sacrifice for you and what you have going on. You know, not just supportive in the sense of, okay, we can do this together, or I know you support me, but but unconditionally supports you. That's rare. Any man will tell you that's rare. You know, and and some of you women know that. Some of you little women are listening like, wow, I'm with him, or I was with him. But you, when you think about it, you think about what he could do for you. You think about what kind of father he could be. You think about what kind of husband he could be. You think about how he could provide for you financially. But you really have to ask yourself, if he couldn't do those things, do I still genuinely care about him? In many cases, most cases I would say the answer to that question is no. That's one of the reasons why finding true love, finding a good woman is extremely hard. Because most most women's uh, support and love and care is conditional. What else do we want? We want someone who's fitness. We want someone where fitness is important to them. 
you know. That doesn't mean you have to look like a supermodel. It doesn't mean you have to have a six-pack or, you know. But at the end of the day, like, I want to say this. It, this, it is really, um, it, it really makes me happy to see so many black women um, caring about fitness. And it's it's really unprecedented. Like I've never seen this is like this time period we're in now. I've never seen so many black women running. I've never seen so many black women um, going to the gym regularly. Um, I've never seen so many black women. Um, like even the whole fitness has become like a, a fashion thing. Like you're seeing more of the the tights and the the fashion lines. Like that's just you know what women are into now. Specifically, black women are into now. Um, and, and I'm just being honest. We used to always see that from white women. We men used to talk about this. We would always watch it, and it was we would go to the LA fitnesses and the you know different gyms, and it would be all white women. Now, not so much. And so I want to say that to, I'm commending. I want to commend black women because you guys are you know you got the Fitbits, the Fitbit tracker. You're tracking your steps. You, you know you're doing a lot of the things that black men historically have had a problem with. We used to make jokes about it, like, yeah, man, these black women, man, they, they, you know, they got the pretty face, whatever, but they don't want to sweat out that weed. They don't want to got that, they don't want to sweat that gut off. I mean, and I'm just being, these are real conversations. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying these were actual conversations that men were having all around the country, and but you really can't say that anymore the way you used to. So I'm, I want to say that, but that's important. You know, there would be times where men would look at women specifically if you're seeking a wife, and we would. And a lot of women don't know this because I've had debates with women where they would debate me. And I'm telling you, like, these are actual conversations where we've said, we've said, um, you know, we would look at women and their fitness regimen. We would look at women and their, at their body type, their body structure, and be like, yo, she's slender. I got to get a skinny woman so that when she has two kids, she won't be huge. And I'm just, again, I, I'm not, like I said, we're past the whole you know, trying to sugarcoat, like, y'all take it how you take it. But these are real conversations. You know, men, these are actual, not only conversations, but factors that men used to determine whether or not they would date you on a serious level. Where you, what, what's your size? What's your, your body type when I meet you? Because I already know, you know, two, three kids later, it might be a different story. You know, if you're if you're already quote unquote thick, yeah, that might be good for sex, but you know, it might not necessarily translate to well uh, to two kids. And again, I'm just being honest with you. These are actual conversations, so I'm just do with it, what, you know, what you will. You know what I mean? I'm just don't shoot the messenger. See, the problem is most men won't tell you these things. As crazy as it sounds coming out of my mouth, it's like wow. These are actually conversations that many men are having. So, so think about those things. Um, we want a, again, talking about things that we want, we want a financial plan, a partner, a financial partner, not a gold digger, right? Not like a gold digger like the, the city girls, not a scammer like Cardi B, not someone who's high maintenance like a Beyonce. And they've all put that in their songs. They've all put all three of those uh, qualities and characteristics blatantly all throughout their their songs to tell you this is what I this is 
what I am. This is what I stand for. And anyone who gets with me, you know what it is. But that's not what we want. No one wants a gold digger. No one wants a scammer. No one wants a woman who's high maintenance. If you're high maintenance, you're probably single. No one wants a, a, a an expense. No one wants a budget. Or excuse me, no one wants a big budget woman. You know, and, and a woman that would whose high maintenance or level of high maintenance would become an additional car payment, you know, or 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 a mortgage for that matter. It's like, yo, your, your maintenance, the co- your cost of upkeep is the price of my mortgage or the price of that's a Mercedes Benz, right? That's a brand new Mercedes Benz. Just just you getting your hair done, you going out monthly to buy new shoes, your pocketbooks, your eyelashes, your nails, your manicure, your pedicure. That's that's a mortgage, a monthly mortgage. Think about that. Think about what I'm saying to you. Nobody wants that. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care about none of that. That's what we don't want, period. We don't. No one wants it. Okay? We don't. And you just kind of have to understand that because you could be like, see, a lot of women have these expensive tastes, and it's fine to have expensive tastes when you're single. But when you are in a relationship, it's important to understand I am no longer single. The same things that I did, not to say you can't do them anymore, because marriage is not a, a burden. It shouldn't be a burden. It should be. It should enhance what you want. The things that you want to do, the trips you want to take, the the things you can buy. I mean, it's, it should be a great thing financially. But at the same time, you have to understand you now have a partner. You know what I'm saying? You now have someone you should run things past, and and, and someone who is accountable to you and vice versa. So just just keep these things. I'm telling you what we want. Now again, men settle for women who are the total opposite of everything that I'm saying right here. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, no, I know so-and-so, he married her, and she does this, she does But, again, the key word here is what does he want? Is he happy? And if he's not happy and if if you're not what he wants or your habits are not what he wants or your behaviors and your mentality is not what he wants, well, guess what? Offset didn't really want Cardi B. He didn't like all that WAP talk. He acted like he did. Meanwhile, he was out cheating with somebody who's probably the opposite of Cardi B. And I'm having deja vu right now because I said the same exact thing about Beyonce 15 years ago. And look what happened. Don't y'all understand that just like I'm talking about Cardi B now, and just like I talked about Cardi B a couple years before this divorce and predicted it, I did the same thing a couple years, many years, before lemonade, you, you know that, right? You think I you think I waited until lemonade, where Beyonce discussed Jay Z cheating on her, to say that Jay Z was going to cheat on her, or any man would cheat on a woman like Beyonce? You think I haven't been saying that since day one? Okay, since day one. I'll say it again: No man wants a woman like Beyonce. No man wants a woman like Cardi B. And people say, well, well, she divorced him. She kicked him to the curb. She, but listen, that does not matter. I've had so many people say that to me, like that matters. It doesn't matter who kicked who out. It doesn't matter who filed for divorce. The point of it is he did not want her. That's what matters. 
I didn't say he didn't want to be with her. I didn't say that he didn't want to get a divorce. He probably doesn't want to get a divorce because he's got to pay her money, and it's going to inconvenience his lifestyle. I didn't say he doesn't want to be married to her. I said he doesn't want to. See, I got to look. See, I'm very strategic in how I phrase things. Don't worry about what you're saying. Worry about what I actually said. I said, if you go back to the post, no man wants a woman like Cardi B, and it's going to take a lot more than wet-ass pussy to keep a man. That is a fact. Okay? That's a fact. He did not want her. That's hence. He was cheating on her the entire relationship. If you, you know what I mean? You don't cheat on somebody that makes you happy and that you ultimately want to be with. This is, you just don't. You, you know what I'm saying? So, again, all those, all those comments, all those uh, people disagreeing, just delete your comments. Amend you. Go ahead and edit your comments. Oh, I see what you're saying. I listen to you. My bad. I see what you're saying. I agree with you. Because you know you agree. No man wants Cardi B. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's not nothing to debate about. It's not nothing to argue about. You know what I'm saying? Does somebody want to have sex with Cardi B? Would someone want to even marry Cardi B for financial gain? Let me tell you something. (laughs) Yo. And people don't see this. There was a video. That, that I don't know if Art Cardi B put out or Offset put out, but it was his birthday. And she did a whole video, and she I don't know if y'all saw it. I think I posted it. She she put on there, she was like, well, what do you, you know, it's my baby's birthday and this and that, and I wanted to get him something nice, but he's rich and I'm rich. but So what do you get to someone who's already rich and who already has everything? I don't know what you get. And she's like, well, so I just gave him money. So she walked him into the refrigerator, into the kitchen, and opened up the refrigerator and there was $500,000 in cash. She said, happy birthday, baby. And he was like, whoa, oh, my goodness, whoa. It was literally 500000 in cash. She said, look, that's just, that's just what I gave my baby for his birthday because he has everything. So please understand that, you know, there, I'm not sitting here trying to act like there weren't benefits of, you know, being married or dealing with Cardi B. She's an A-list celebrity, okay? I'm sure that relationship was, I would even wager that it was more beneficial to him than it was to her because she's literally on top of the world. Men do clown stuff like that, you know? That does not mean, you know, they do things with certain women to benefit financially from. That doesn't mean that he wants to actually be with her or that he was happy with her or that he respects her or that, you know, none of that. Understand the difference. So what else? What else? So what else? Uh, I talk a lot about paying for the first date, and I don't want to get too much into that, ladies. But I will say this: we, I mentioned, we want a financial partner, and and the way that you show a man that you're willing or able or ready to be a financial partner is you got to show him. You got to show them that you're not selfish. You got to show them that you're not a gold digger. So many women are gold diggers. So many women are selfish. So many women, their love is conditional. How are you going to show him that you are special? You know, an, an easy way to do that early on is say, hey, look, you know what? Yeah, we went out. Yeah, this bill came to $200. Yeah, this bill came to 100 bucks. Hey, you know what? Hey, this one's on me. You get the next one. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's so nothing wrong with that. Yet, 
ask me in all the dates I've ever been on how many women have done that in my life. One woman, well, two, I can't, I can't, I got to be fair. Two women in my entire life, out of hundreds and hundreds of women I've dated or went out interacted with, two women. Ask me who those two women were. I mean, most of you already know if you listen to me. One, was a, one, one of those women was my wife or is my wife. The other woman that did that is my ex-fiance. You know, and I, I'm just being real with you. You know, those are the only two women that have ever offered to pay for a first date. Most women, you ask them now, but hey, would you, hey, how do you feel about that? Would you be open to paying for a first date? Oh, hell no, I ain't doing that. No, I ain't dealing with no, no good nigga. I ain't paying for shit. It's like, oh, okay, cool, don't worry about it. But they're still single. You know, and, and, and if you ask most men, hey, how many women have ever offered to do that? They'll, they'll tell you the same thing. Oh, my wife did it. Or probably, no, or, or no one's done it. You know what I mean? But it's not like, oh, yeah, everybody does it. No, it's probably no one did it. And that's what the problem is in today's society. Most women want to be viewed and treated as special, but they don't want to do anything to actually differentiate themselves. So let me let me, let me me move on. So I want to talk about a couple of things. We're, we're talking about what we want. Okay, that's a, that, it's not a... Believe me, that's not a complete list of, of everything that we want, but it is a good list. Let's talk about some things that men don't want in relationships, okay? We don't want a sex scene. Believe it or not, when a man gets to the point of marrying you or wifing you up, he doesn't. he's already done a lot of that, so he doesn't need somebody talking about their wet-ass pussy or eating ass or this and that. That's not, you know what I'm saying, we've been there and done that. We just want someone who's classy, respectable, and, and and who is, you know, ready and willing and able to please us. That's it. That's all. It doesn't have to be all this extra Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion talking about this and that. And that. Like, that's that's all for music videos, okay? And, if the, and that's who you are and that's what you represent, expect to be cheated on. You know what I'm saying? Expect to be cheated on in those instances because you if that's who you are and that's all you can really bring to the table, that's not enough. Sex will never be enough. I don't care how good it is, it will never be enough to keep a man. He will find it somewhere else. I mean, and at the end of the day, sex we get tired of sex. I don't know how y'all are, but we get tired of the sex with the same person. You say, what? What did you say? No, we do. We, I'm not going to lie to you. Men get tired of sex with the same person. So what's the solution to that? The solution to that is, one, we have a strong emotional connection to you to overcome that, but then also, and, and when you have that, then that's what's going to keep the relationship spicy. Uh, that's what's going to keep it new and fresh and interesting so that you don't get tired of it. But sex itself, the actual act, any man will tell you we get, sex, we get tired of sex with the same person. You know what I mean? That's, that's just common knowledge. You ha- it's, it's the emotions behind it that keep a man faithful, keep a man, you know, interested and tuned into you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's almost laughable, you know, to, that some women really think, you know, having a wet vagina is enough to keep a man. And the crazy thing, that was the second part of that phrase I put on Facebook, the, the statement. I said it takes more. I guess people forgot about that because nobody can disagree with that. I said it takes more than WAP to keep a man. People are like, I disagree. I disagree. What are you disagreeing for? What you? 
saying? There's nothing to disagree with. Oh, man, people are funny. You know what I mean? So what else don't we want? We, so we don't want a sex thing. Let, let, bring something else to the table. Aside from that, what else? We want someone who doesn't nag and argue. We don't want that. Ladies, if, if, the, if the main thing that we have to look forward to every day from you is a good, healthy, hearty argument, we don't want it. We're not going to want you, and we're probably going to be cheating on you. That's just what it is. We don't want someone who always nags and argues and complains. That's not the, the best thing to do, ladies. And I can only speak from a male standpoint. I'm sure you go, well, we don't like that. I, I don't, I'm sure you don't, you know, but I can only speak what, what, how we view it. Stop all the arguing. Stop all the nagging. That's not just me saying that. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says in Proverbs twenty-one nineteen, it's better to live in a deserted land, or some versions say on a roof, you know, or it's all types of variations, but it's better to live in the desert than to live with a contentious and vexing woman. That's one of the def- one of the translations of that of Proverbs twenty one. But it, at the end of the day, it says basically, you know, it's it's we we would rather live in hell or in a totally isolated place by ourselves forever than to live with a nagging and argumentative. The Bible says vexing woman. Some of y'all are vexing. <laughs> oh man. Yo, like you have to stop that. Don't be vexing. Don't be contentious. Stop nagging. You know what I'm saying? It's not just me saying this stuff. You know, loyalty is another major thing that we want. We don't want a disloyal woman. We don't want an unfaithful woman. That's one of the worst things that you could do is, is lie and, and cheat and be dishonest. That's li- I mean, and, and our forgiveness level is very low. Our tolerance for dishonesty is extremely low, extremely low, you know. Um, so it's just best to be honest. And if you can't be honest, then, you know, it's best to leave. Um, you have to get rid of the emotional baggage, you know. Get rid of the trust issues. Get rid of the daddy issues. I've helped many women um, email me, you know what I mean, ask on at Gmail. I've helped many women um, overcome trust issues, daddy issues, emotional baggage, emotional unavailability. I've been doing that for the last 20 years, you know. Um, those are things that will leave you single, you know, Tr- just not able to trust, not being able to um, love unconditionally. These are things that men are, are, are seeking. We want someone to, to have those qualities. Be able to give 100% of your heart. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, ghetto. You know what I mean? Hood. I mentioned earlier, Cardi B is a gangbanger. She's an active gang member. These are qualities that we don't want in a woman. You know, you got to be friendly. You got to be able to be brought around our parents. You know, um, what else? What else? I, I, it's interesting. I, on the same day that I read about Cardi B 
divorcing um, Offset, I read about Ray J and Princess Love uh, getting a divorce. Which, which if you guys listen to me, I, I predict that you know, long, long ago, long ago, even when they were doing their reality show, where um, they were trying to get her to sign the prenup and she didn't want to sign the prenup, and the family was trying to get her to sign, and then and they, you know they had the incident and he pushed her into the into the, the, the swimming pool and I'm just like, oh man, yeah, they're definitely not gonna. You know, last. I mean, you know, and it's unfortunate because, you know, two kids later, um, you know, and again, this is stuff. This not a should not be a surprise to anyone who understands the concept of emotional availability and um, just everything that that, that means. Um, you know, but I knew they were gonna not make it just because of who he is and you know how he carries uh, himself and. Um, I also saw some things in her that were, you know, problematic, and I could just tell they were they clashed. Um, I mean, you know, I don't think this needs to be said anymore. I've said this for the last 10, 15 years. Let me tell you all something. I want to tell you something. When I met my wife, um, we she watched um, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and uh, so and we just celebrated ten years of, of marriage. Um, she watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and so and it was in the early stages of that show. And but I didn't watch. I was like, "What's this?" And she you know, showed me what it was. And so I ended up watching it with her. And so we and I was like, "Yo, just save this for me when I, you know, when I see you, whatever." And we watch it together. And um, and that I watched it for at least we watched it together for I want to say at least you know five or six, seven years. And I, I stopped watching it you know several years ago, but. Um, at that time when I was watching, I saw so many things, and I did many shows. I would often use her as a reference just based off of what I was seeing from her. I said, wow, she is the epitome of emotional unavailability. And I said, and this is way, 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 way before Kanye West, way before. And these shows are all archived. You can go back and listen. Ten years ago, you hear me talking about Kim Kardashian. I said, specifically, I said, she epitomizes everything that I'm talking about in regards to emotional unavailability. And I would talk about how the effect, and many of you know this, the effect of emotional unavailability is attracting the worst possible men. It will cause you to attract the liars, the dogs, the cheaters, the, the weirdos, the psychos, you know. And, and then now you see, you know, the type of men, types of men that she's dated over the last 10, 15 years. And then you look at who she's with now, who she married, Kanye West. Think about what I'm saying to you. Everything that we know and we've seen about Kanye West, how unstable he is, how everything that he has going on, and go back to hearing me say, at that time, the title of that show was Kim Kardashian is the most emotionally unavailable woman on the planet. You know, how she epitomizes emotional unavailability. Fast forward all these years, she's now married to Kanye West. I shouldn't even need to say anything after that. However, I will say this. At that time, I said specifically she'll be single indefinitely. She's going to attract somebody. I said she'll be single indefinitely. The divorce is coming. Okay, I'm not wishing that upon them, but again, I, it's just it's inevitable. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's any literally any day now. And just remember me saying that it hasn't come out. I mean, we've heard rumors and different things, but the divorce declaration, just like we heard from Ray J and we've heard from Cardi B. Kim Kardashian files for divorce from Kanye West. That headline is absolutely coming. 
I would say in the next few months, but certainly in the next few years, okay? And it's not, again, it's not what I want to see. I actually like Kanye West. Ironically, I want to say this. I actually like Kanye West a lot right now. You say, why? What do you mean? What do you mean? And the, the irony is that when everyone loved Kanye West, I couldn't stand Kanye West. Right? When he was out there rapping about selling his soul to the devil and calling himself Jesus and, you know, all these different things, people loved him. This was before the political stuff. I really like Kanye West now. One, because he's, he made a classic gospel album. Um, you know, he, he's made a really good gospel album, his, his last album. Or I, I'll say the first gospel album because I didn't hear the second one. I got to check that out. I heard he has another one that came out. But the, the first one, Jesus is, is King, that album is one of my favorite gospel albums. Um, and, and he speaks a lot of truth about the industry um, and a lot of things that you won't hear anyone talking about. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, I can see how conflicted he is. He's kind of got one foot in the music industry and he's got one foot, you know, kind of like in the in, trying to be in the church. And I can tell how hard that is for him, but I, I, I respect his struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I, I pray for him. I want you guys to pray for him because, I can see he's at, he's really trying. That that's one of the I mean it's many reasons, but that's one of the reasons why I think that the the divorce is is going to be accelerated just because she's obviously on one path, you know, taking her clothes off, posing naked, doing all types of different things, and he's trying to be on a different path. It, it, there's no possible way that those two places can meet and have any type of you know medium. So that's that's why I think it's 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 inevitable, but uh, continue to pray for him. Continue to pray for uh, you know the, the the kids involved. But those are things that we don't want. Like I said, Ray J and Princess Love and Kanye and Kim and just so many other examples that we have to look at with, uh, of what we just ultimately don't want in a wife. And and I don't care if they marry the woman. I don't care if you see people with these types of women. Understand again what do we want some men are not strong enough to get what they actually want just because you see somebody with a woman who's the opposite of what i'm talking about don't think that i don't know what i'm talking about just understand men do things contrary to what we ultimately want i don't you know what i'm saying but a lot of men do what else what else I want to do. I want to do this. Uh, one last thing that men don't want, uh, and this is a very big uh, misconception, um, a very very big misconception, is that men want open relationships. They think that we want these women who are okay and down to have threesomes and you know bring other women to the bedroom and um, do all types of crazy sexual things. Like these are not things that we want from our wife. These are not things that we want from someone that, you know, we look at in a particular manner. And we we you have to understand that. When you look at that, you know, and check out my Will and Jada special. If you guys, uh, you know, heard the whole Entanglement show, classic, classic show. Check it out if you missed it. Uh, all the links are available at com podcast, 
iTunes, all that good stuff, um, iHeartRadio. <clears throat> but if you if you listen to that show and you understand that that's not that is only something that we do when we don't want you. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how that works. And if you look at that interview, the the Will Smith and Jada interview where they were having the red table talk, and you look at Will Smith's face, did he look like a happy camper? You know, there's all this talk about oh that Will and Jada have an open relationship, open marriage, or whatever like that. But when it actually hit the fan, did he look like he was having a good time? He didn't. Not to me. You know, not to any man. We know what that look looks like. He wasn't happy, and he's probably not happy. But he knows the alternative. You know what I'm saying? They have kids together. They have a, a, a you know a business empire together. So I think that the ramifications of, of you know dissolving all of those things would be greater than just being unhappy. But again, that's what certain men do. They will sacrifice their happiness for you know whatever. Um, so that was that's those are some things that men don't want. I wanted to, and I'm gonna wrap it up soon. But I want I wanted to just kind of go through because we can talk about, you know, I can talk about what men want from a a male standpoint, a married man standpoint, um, a worldly standpoint. But at the end of the day, there is no better example of what men want in a woman, and specifically in a wife, than Proverbs 31. You know, the ultimate virtuous woman. You know? You know, my new book that I'm still working on, uh, I really want to take my time with it, is entitled um, Redefining Greatness, The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love. You know? And um, it, it, it kind of epitomizes everything that we're talking about um, and, you know, here on today, but it's straight from Proverbs 31. I'm not going to read the whole, it's, it's kind of lengthy, but I'm going to read you, I want to touch on a, a few particular verses. In, in 31, it says, 31.10 says, Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. And I think that's something a lot of women don't really get. Because a lot of men will try to convince women, hey, I want you to do this, or I want this, I want that, I want you to be this. But the reality is, this says right here, and if you follow the teachings of the Bible, you understand that this says a virtuous woman and capable wife is more precious than anything. That's, that's basically, it's basically saying that's, that's as good as it gets, which means that's not what Cardi B is. That damn sure isn't what Beyonce is. That's not what Nicki Minaj is. That's not what any of these city girls, Megan Thee Stallion, Facebook, Instagram, IG models, all that. That's not what this is. That means it's not what he wants. It says she, a virtuous and capable wife, is more precious than anything. So for anyone debating on the thread, oh, yeah, men want a Cardi B. Like, men do want Cardi B. No, he he don't. This tells you right here what we want. This says right here, unless you want to disagree with the Bible. It says who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She's more precious than anything. So that's what we want. So when somebody asks you, hey, well, what do men want? That, that's what he wants, a virtuous woman. No one doesn't want that. No one wants the opposite of that. Do men settle for less than they want? 
A lot of women want a, a real uh, Louis bag. That doesn't mean they don't go to the to the to the, the bodega and buy the fake one. They, there's a lot of these fake bags out here. But ask them, do they want the real one? Every man wants a virtuous woman, but is he ready for one? Or is he stuck in the dog or player stage? Every Don't be deceived. I want you to go back to the thread and look at everyone who disagree with me and then be like, nope, and just post the scripture. Proverbs 31.10, that's, that, that ends every debate. The Bible ends every debate. I said men don't want a woman like Cardi B. Somebody said, many couple people said, yes, they do. Well, the Bible says, no, they don't. So who's right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not the people on the thread. Not the people around the world debating. Because this says, the Bible says, she, the virtuous woman, the classy woman, the respectable woman, the godly woman, is more precious than rubies. In verse 11, verse 11 says, her husband can trust her. And she will greatly enrich his life. Now watch this. I don't know if Offset could trust Cardi B. I don't know if trust was their issue. But what I can tell you is no man wants their wife out there showing off her boobs, talking about her her sex. You know, says she will enrich his life. I don't think Cardi B enriched Offset. But then again, he doesn't really matter because he's not a godly man that this is even applicable to, you know. But you get the point. No one wants so we, we want someone that enriches us, not nags us, not bashes us, someone we can't trust. Someone that says her husband can trust her. Period. Verse twelve says she brings him good, and not harm, all the days of her life. That's what we want. We're talking today about what we want. We want someone to bring us good, not harm, not drama, not slashing our tires, not cussing us out, not none of that. You know, let's see what else we have here. Verse 15 says, she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. Well, Cardi B says, I don't cook, I don't clean. Okay. Whoa. What's this? It's like a direct contrast, which I'm sure wasn't coincidental, but that's a whole other topic. I don't cook, I don't clean. Huh. Well, Proverbs 31.15 says, the virtuous woman, the woman that men, all men actually want, she gets up, not only does she cook, but she gets up before dawn. To prepare breakfast for her household And plan the day I don't know I mean you guys kind of get where I'm going with this Everything that men really want Is the opposite Of Cardi B And any woman like her Or that supports her You're not going to find too many married men Who Who like Cardi B or support Cardi B, and you're definitely not going to find too many married women who support Cardi B. You know what I'm saying? This is what we want. Getting up before dawn. She's talk, She's boasting about not cooking and cleaning. You know? Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, she's energetic and strong and a hard worker. That's verse 17. 
Uh, what else? What else? Her hands are busy spinning thread. Her fingers twisting fiber. She's a hard worker. You know, she extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. Verse 20. Now, let me touch on something. Let me touch on something. And this is really interesting because the, uh, the few people that I've actually, because most people get it, but the few people that I've actually gotten into debates uh, with, with this, uh, they were saying that, well, you know, Cardi B, she gives millions of dollars to charity and she does this and that to, you know, um, you know she's a, a, a philanthropist. I said, okay, that's great. And I said, and kudos to her for that. But that is not, you know, at all everything that's needed to be a wife or for a man to please a man. You know, you talk about your wet-ass pussy, but that doesn't, you know what I'm saying, that doesn't, it's not made okay by the fact you give a couple tax write-offs or you have a couple nonprofits. That's great. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to minimize that. But that does not excuse the fact of, of scam, drugging and scamming men and, and, and stealing from men and hustling men. Like, that's not acceptable. This says she makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. That means she's classy. She takes care of herself. She takes care of her household. She's not a, dir- a dirty chick. You know what I mean? She, she I mean, she's classy. That's, that's, that's what that says. Um, that was verse 22. Verse 23 says, her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the other civic leaders. Now, essentially what that, what that means is, you know, she elevates him. He elevates her. They elevate each other. You know what I'm saying? He is a, he's influential in a good way. What are they, what's that expression they say? That saying they say, behind every uh, successful man is a good woman. I believe that. You know, I, I believe that. It's it's very important to have a supportive woman in your corner if you want to be successful. You know what I mean? And and vice versa. But that and that, that you know, that scripture that solidifies it. She is and this is the most one of them they're all important, but this is one of my favorites. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. I call that emotional availability because I, I use that term a lot. In fact, I, I mean, I won't be as bold as to say I created it because I'm sure people are, right, but I'd never heard that. Fifteen years ago when I first said that, when I put that into my book, emotional, I'd never heard that term. I don't think anyone had heard that term 15 years But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But that's what I call emotional availability. She laughs without fear of the future. A major component of emotional unavailability is a fear, which, as we all know, should know, is a trait of the devil, a trick of the devil. You're fearful of rejection. You're fearful of um, being lied to or you have trust issues. These are all components of emotional unavailability. When you are emotionally available, when you are that virtuous woman, there is no fear. It says you can laugh without fear of the future, whatever it may hold. Why? Because you have faith, because you have God, because you have 
you know, a good man in your corner or you just are a strong woman. It says she is clothed with strength and dignity, not tassels that just barely cover your nipples because you want to do a music video. Now, this says your your clothes are strength and dignity, class, dignity, strength, true women and uh, women's empowerment, not fake women's empowerment that talks about, you know, having sex with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. But this is this is true. This is what the best woman is. She has strength, class, and dignity, and she has no fear of the future. Her heart is not broken. Her emotions have not been played with, and if they have been, she's healed from it. She's dealt with it. She she's moved on from it. One of my favorite songs in in the in history. Ironically, watch this. And one of, if not the best show I've ever done in this 15-year history, history of the of the uh, original Urban Podcast, is my special on resentment, how to deal with hurt, pain, and and uh, and resentment. You know what I mean? And, and and I and to illustrate those those points, I used one of my favorite songs, "Resentment" by Beyonce. Who heard that show? I see Tanisha on there. What's up, Tanisha, on Facebook? She probably, I know she heard it. Been around for a while. Shout out to you. A lot of people tuned into that show, and I still rebroadcast it every so often. But that show specifically was to how it was talking about how to heal, how to heal after your heart has been broken, how to heal after you've been lied to, cheated on, abused, whatever, so that you can have dignity, so that you can be strong, so that you can laugh without fear of the future. Check that show. Just Google resentment on the Data on Tolbert show if you missed it. And honestly, I'm just saying that's, that's probably one of my top three best shows ever out of over two or 3,000 shows that I've done so far. That's one of my favorites um, classic, classic information. May need to do a uh, 2020 version of it. Maybe I will do it, actually, but check it out in the meantime. Watch this. This is the last one. Actually, it's not the last one. The last couple. Verse 26, Proverbs 31, verse 26, says, When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. Let me just ask you all a quick question. Shout out to you guys listening. Let me ask you a quick question. Would anyone use the words wise to describe Cardi B? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I know I wouldn't. I hope you wouldn't either. You know what I'm saying? She is ignorant. You know what I mean? Occur. What, what, what is that? What is occur? What, what is that? What is what, that? What, what, She's ignorant. She is the opposite of what Proverbs thirty-one twenty-six says. When she speaks, her words are wise. When Cardi B speaks, my ears bleed. You know what I'm saying? They do. It's just, it's just, I can't listen to her. And Joe Biden felt the need. To, to pander to the black community, he knowing how ignorant she is. You know what I mean? Knowing how ridiculous she sounds. 
he felt like, oh, I'm going to not let anyone else interview me, but I'm going to let Cardi. It's laughable. It's, it's, it's laughable. It's obscene. It's an insult to anyone who doesn't understand how that how he is so disrespectful towards the black community, you know, to, to insult us by not doing any other interviews specifically for us, you know, except for the Breakfast Club, which I discussed, which was a, a, a just ridiculous, you know, debacle. But it's ridiculous. When she speaks, her words are wise. Does anyone think that that's what Cardi B is? I hope not. The last one, um, this, this is what I want to say. The, my One of my favorite verses of all time, charm is deceptive and beauty does not last, but a woman that fears the Lord will be greatly praised. And that's Proverbs 31.30. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's not Cardi B. That's not Beyonce. Um, you know, that's none of these women that we've been talking about today. Because, one, these women, you know, their beauty is sexual. You know, they're relying on sexual things, makeup and fake eyes and fake asses and fake boobs and all types of this. That's not what this is talking about. Says beauty does not last. You have to have something outside of physical beauty, sexual skills. It says, however, but a woman that fears the Lord is who we will praise, who we will thank God for, who we actually want. So anyone who thinks, like because I said, Cardi B isn't what it, what any man wants. You know, this scripture confirms what we actually want, right? It's not a question. It's not a, it doesn't need to be a debate. It doesn't need to be a conversation. The Bible defines who, who a man of God would want. Now, again, if we're talking about weirdos like Offset or weirdos like who, uh, Tory Lanez who was dating Megan Thee Stallion and shot her in the foot, if we're talking about weirdos like that, then, you know, then that, that, we don't even need to discuss that. Because weirdos do weird things. Clowns do clown stuff. But if we're talking about a man that you actually want to be with or would want to be with, and what does he want? Well, he wants a woman who fears the Lord. He wants a godly woman, a Christian woman. And that's not what anyone, how anyone would classify Cardi B. The last verse says, Reward her for all that she's done. Let her deeds publicly declare her praise. You know, and so, like I said, man, I, I couldn't do a show talking about what men want without actually, you know, talking about it from a, a real standpoint, from a male standpoint as a man, but also talking about it from a, a biblical standpoint. And, and And people say, you know, Stop hating on Cardi B and, you know, stop this, stop that. But the reality is it may have seemed like it, but this show really wasn't about Cardi B at all. And if you think it was, you've missed the point of it. The point of this show 
was ultimately saying, hey, this is who we actually want. This is the, these are the qualities that we actually want in a wife. So, and you can use this show as a timeless bookmark, you know, for reference when you think about, hey, you know, what do men want or what do, you know, what what, what qualities are they seeking most or, you know, I she seems popular in the media. Is that how I should be? Is that, you know, how I should carry myself? Because I, I want attention from men. I want, you know, but I, but I just don't know. Refer back to this show, and hopefully there will be no more questions about, you know, what we want. So I want to thank you all for listening, man. Um, definitely add yourselves to the Friends of the Daydon Tolbert Show group on Facebook. Uh, follow me uh, everywhere at Daydon Tolbert, um, IG, um, you know, YouTube. Uh, I have a whole bunch of old videos on there. Um, ask Daydon, YouTube.com slash Ask Daydon. But um, I want to thank you all for listening in, man. Um, go ahead and add your, I mean, um, order your copy of my novel, The Love We Had, if you have not already read it. On, uh, on online Amazon and um, you know like I said I'll be back I'll be back later as we as we get closer I, I tend to do this every election year and um, I, I, I have a lot to say about Donald Trump and a lot to say about the, this political structure that we're in so you'll hear more more uh, political talk from me over the next couple months as we come closer to this uh, this election so um, but yeah I want to thank y'all for listening in and um, DaytonTolbertShow.com is where all shows are archived. Uh, if you want to get caught up, and um, I will see you guys next time. on the
Motivation, tell a date on top of motivating you, girl. 